What's up guys, David here and welcome to the FitPro Daily. This week is all about creating content for your fitness business to drive engagement, to drive leads and finally to be able to drive sales. And there's no better place to start off than inviting Alex Brown on to this week's guest interview, share her experience in doing it for her own fitness business and what she's doing now to help other fitness businesses succeed with email, social media and all type of things to really build that engagement, build know, like and trust and really generate leads and make sales. But before I do dive into this week's guest interview, if you haven't already joined our free Facebook group, simply head over to Facebook, search FitPro Lead Gen with Dave, request to join the group and in the group you'll find even more videos, insights, guides, tips, uh, interviews, all kinds of stuff that's really going to help you build and grow your fitness business. Anyway, enough of me talking, let's dive into this week's guest interview. Good afternoon, guys, and welcome to this week's episode. Today, we have a returning guest. We've got Alex all the way down from Sunny Pool, Bournemouth. Yes, correct. Yeah. Well, and today, we've got a slightly different topic to the last time Alex came on. So, the last time Alex came on, we were talking about how to transition from a big box gym and how to succeed there, and also how to come away from there and set up your own thing. I think since then, Alex's career has changed a little bit? Mm, slightly, yeah. I'd say obviously we're still working with our guys in the academy, but yeah, it's kind of branching out a little bit. So, so, so tell us a little bit more. What is it you do now compared to what you didn't do previously back then then? So, so we're still we're still running our academy, still with our ladies, but what we've, what we've done now is we've kind of branched out into helping fit pros with the content side of things. So that's social media and that's email marketing. It's something that obviously I've done in our business for years and it's always like I've always enjoyed that element of it you know really mm. connecting with an audience being consistent with the content looking at things that work looking at things that doesn't work um so yeah so obviously over the last few months we've been like right let's kind of branch out and because it's something we can do alongside it yeah. um alongside the academy so um so yeah that's what we've been doing help it helping fit pros with their social media writing content for them um and taking care of their email marketing side of things as well Cool. So if anybody doesn't know what you mean by the academy, what is what is the academy? Uh, yeah, so basically we run a ladies-only weight loss academy in, in Pool. Um, so we've got a bit of a hybrid model in terms of we run group face-to-face classes, uh, but what we also do is then offer the online side of things. We've got the check-ins, the accountability, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, so, we, so I've kind of gone from on the gym floor face-to-face, you know, for 40 hours a week to then going online for like 40 hours a week and then, but I needed to find a balance between the two. So that's kind of how the academy was born. Um, so yeah, so we work with, we work with ladies only on the group side of things and then the um and then yeah, the online check-in side of things as well. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so let's go back to the first question I asked everybody. I know you answered this last time, but for that's anybody cool. that doesn't know who you are or they didn't see the last episode, how did you personally get started in the fitness industry then? So it was it was years ago, to be honest, I've always so basically I've worked with kids in terms of sports coaching. So in the sports based industry, and I've done that for years, Um, I did it at college and then I went to America to do some coaching, came back and then I got into the school side of coaching. Um, So then what I wanted to do is transition into I almost see it as the sports coaching is helping the kids side and then I kind of wanted to transition into something helping the adult side of things, obviously that's outside of school time as well. Mm. So that's when that's when um, I did my qualification became a PT. I feel like I've kind of 
done all of the basis of PT, if that makes sense. So when I started out, I was doing it in people's gardens, just doing it in their houses. It was almost a bit of a hobby. Um, then, then I started working at Pure Gym. I was there for a few years um, and then obviously transitioned online. And now we're kind of where we are at at the moment in terms of the mixture. But it's something I've always enjoyed being in that kind of sports, leisure, fitness industry. Um, so, it's you know, it's been part of my life for years and years and years now. So, so yeah, that's kind of how it came about. Cool. OK, so we've titled this Alex Brown on turning your content mm-hmm. into clients. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of start right at the start. I just hate social media in general. Do mm-hmm. I need to be on social media for the content to turn them into clients? Or can I get away with not actually being on social media? When you're running, when you're, it's funny you say that, because I've literally just seen a question about this in, in another group. So if you want to run an online-based business, social media has to be there in some form or another. And it's almost the beauty of what, obviously, I know you do social media stuff for people as well, but it's, if you don't enjoy it, then outsource it. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to build an online based business, you've got to have an online presence or you, you know, then you're looking at the more local side of things. And it's almost like the old school marketing, right? Because obviously people had businesses before social media was a thing. So it's it's the old school, you know, going out and, and connecting with different businesses and leaflets, flyers, connecting with schools, what, you know, whatever it might be. But I think if you want to grow an online business, you, you've got to have an online presence of, of some sort. And that doesn't mean you need to be on social. I mean, social media can be, you know, it's a bit of a, I think, I think it's a very controversial thing in terms of you need to be on social media, but that doesn't mean we need to spend 12 hours on social media. Do you know what I mean? We can all go on and do one post and it ends up taking us five hours to do it because we end up sat down some TikTok, YouTube, Facebook video hole that we can't seem to get out of. So you know, I, th- I think you need to do it, but y- you've got to have a balance there in terms of making sure it's not the be all and end all of everything that you do. Cool. OK, so we need to be on social media and we have to be posting. So that brings me on to the next question. And am I just p- posting a picture of me and my new dog? Am I posting a picture of me and my clients? Am I posting about me going for a walk? Are my video images, text? What type of content am I posting? Yeah, I think, I think this is the thing. In the beginning, from people that don't post a lot on social media to suddenly doing it consistently, we're talking daily, twice a day, as you start to build your audience, you're going to start to see what they like to see from you, right? So you're going to start to see what not necessarily gets the most engagement, but obviously that is the simplest and easiest way to see what people like to see. Um, you know, and it's a case of asking your current clients, like, what do they engage more on Facebook? And it has to be something as well that you are comfortable doing. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think video is massive. That doesn't mean everyone's comfortable with doing video, right? So I think definitely in the beginning, we need, we need loads and loads of different things in terms of video, in terms of infographics, in terms of images. Interesting what you said in terms of like pictures of you and your dog or whatever, there has to be a basis of you. Right. I think I think, you know, something that PT struggle with is trying to be too professional in the way they post. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, I'm a business owner, so I need to give value and I need to give information and I need to be, you know, a business owner. I can't be, you know, a friend, so to speak. Right. But, you know, we're transitioning to a phase where people want to know the person behind the business. Right. It's why like reality shows and everything. People want to know the, the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. 
So, you know, you've got to post a bit about you. You've got to post a bit about your personality, your likes, your values. So actually people see that, yes, you own a business and yes, you can help them do this, but then they get to know the person behind the business. So actually, if they like you as a person, you've almost sold it to them, if that makes sense, right? I think I think personal training and coaching is a very, it's a very intimate experience. Do you know what I mean? You're meeting someone and you're basically asking them to send you over a picture like in their underwear. Do you know what I mean? It's a before picture and they don't even fucking know you. But I think as long as you, you know, they get to know the person before that, then you, you're on to a winner, really. And I think sometimes that can hold people back because they don't want to put the, their full personality across for the fear of judgment, people not liking them. But you know, if, if you can put yourself across, not only are you are you going to pick up more clients, but you're then going to pick up clients that like you. So your retention rate is going to go through the roof, right? Because they actually, they see you more as a friend. Yes, you help them get X, Y, Z results, but but they like the person that they're working with. Yeah, and this is like a massive valid point that, especially when somebody's new, like take our gym, maybe even your setup, your yeah. ladies only um, and you're a weight loss place. People coming into these settings are on mostly scared. They're nervous about stepping in the fear of unknown. But let's like, say mm. they've been following you on social media for a couple of weeks or even a couple of days and they see here's Alex training the clients. Here's Alex yeah. hanging out at home with her dog. Here's Alex yeah. doing some grocery shopping. Here's Alex with her friends. They get mm. to know you and feel comfortable around you. So when they do come in, it's like they already know you and that kind of nervous wall has been broken down. You've got to convince them to move on. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And I don't think that's a thing. And I think, like I said, I think it helps massively with retention rate as well, because you've then got people in your business that, like I say, you're more friends more than anything. So, you know, and you get along, right? I think that's sometimes the thing. I mean, you know, people watching this or whatever, you might have, you know, a few clients where you're like, oh my God, like literally you're doing their check-in or you're doing the session. You're like, oh. But actually, the more you put yourself across on social media before that, before that sign-ups even be made, you, you know, it makes the whole process so much easier because you look forward to it and you, you're then working with people that you really enjoy and you're not just working with people because you've got bills to pay. So something you mentioned then about posting twice a day. Yeah. Does that mean we should have a schedule of when to post and the type of things we should post? Or we just um, post in on a, on a ad hoc type of thing? Yeah, um, to be honest, I think it's whatever. So for us personally, when it comes to posting, it might be a check-in we've just done. And if it's if it's a common problem, we'd be like, right, well, we'll get what kind of, you know, write a post about that because that's really going to help people in our audience. I mean, for us personally, for what we do at the Academy, obviously we'll always post a picture after our sessions um and then we'll always do a post of some kind through the weeks when it's a va more value-based right so whether it's a video whether it's something that someone said in their check-in whether it's a before and after picture with this with the client story behind it i mean i'm not saying it's got to be twice a day you don't want to get caught in the trap of just posting content for content's sake because then it's going to look rushed and it's going to look like you've literally just chucked something out there for the sake of doing it um, but you know, I, I think when you've got the mixture of value and the mixture of social proof and the mixture of you as in the person behind the business, it's very easy to do one or two posts a day when you know what you're posting about. Mm. Cool. Okay. So I enjoy Facebook. I don't really like Instagram. I've no idea how Twitter works. Don't really understand YouTube. Don't really understand podcasts. So I'm just going to stay with Facebook should I just stay in one place or do I need to be on a number of platforms? Personally, 
I don't think you're going to start to, I think if you kind of looked at a business, like for majority of people, when they start their post on all sorts of platforms, right? And after a while, you'll get to see where your clients are coming from. So then you want to double down your energy on that platform. So for us, for the Academy, it's Facebook, right? So we don't post on Instagram. We do the content side of what we do. That's where we post our, where we post our stuff there because we've got clients from Instagram for mm. that. So the problem is, is, is as soon as you start posting in, I mean, there's nothing wrong with obviously using the same post for Instagram, Facebook, business page. Do you know what I mean? Because you're literally just posting the same one. But what you don't want to do is get overwhelmed, especially if you've not been posting stuff consistently. You know, I always kind of compare it to like a weight loss client, right? They want to go from zero to 100 straight away. So actually, you don't want to get in that thing with content as well, because you're then trying to post on like six, seven different platforms all at the same time, not really understanding how the platform works when actually you could stick to the basics. Obviously, you're not going to post on YouTube if you're not comfortable on on um, on video. You'll see a lot of people we do it ourselves. So we'll use Twitter, but use like the tweet and then screenshot that to use for Facebook, use for Instagram, etc. But I think after a while you'll get to see, or actually majority of my clients have come from referrals on Facebook. So let's double down on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And then we could spend our time rather than posting a random post on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, you know, we could spend the time that we would be posting on those platforms, engaging with the people that comment on my stuff on Facebook, that like my stuff on Facebook, you know, and that's where you could be spending your time. But obviously in the beginning, you're going to need to start posting on different platforms to see you almost want to funnel it down, right? So you want to tunnel your energy into into one or two platforms, depending on where your clients are coming from. Yeah, I think this is a, a, a really good point there. Like when you start seeing where your clients are coming from, even if you're not sure, just make sure you're keeping track of the actual numbers of these different places, because that will tell you yeah. where you need to, like you said, double down, where you need to really focus all your attention. Because if you do suddenly notice like, wow, I'm actually getting lots of inquiries from Instagram. Yeah. I don't really use Instagram. You're like, oh, damn quick. I need to now yeah. get on Instagram <laughs> and be using it a lot more. So Sometimes that can be the way. And obviously really easy as well is literally you could just put, I mean, you'll probably know anyway, but if you've got like a client that signed up or whatever, literally just have a quick question in your, in your sign up form onboarding form or whatever it is. Where did you hear from us? Where did you hear about us? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And suddenly you'll start gathering data about where these people have heard from you. It could be friends. So, you know, right. I need to keep tagging people in the post that I'm doing because that's where they've heard from me from. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, it's just a case. It's just a case of looking at where it's coming from. Okay. So, we know we need to post on social media or in a variety of places. We know we need to post about uh, us, business, work, transformation, all kinds of different things. We know we need to post roughly twice a day. Uh, we've covered platforms and everything. So I've got my content now. How do I make that content tell someone to buy my program, to join my business, to inquire about what I have? How do you turn content into clients? So, you know, the biggest thing is that content and P I mean, PTs have heard it over and over again, but it has to speak to somebody. It has to speak to a specific person, right? So it has to, you know, I think years ago, I say years ago, not even that long ago, we could, it was very easy to post a post about weight loss, steps, calories, and it'd be quite easy to traction that into clients, right? But now it has to go deeper with the amount of fit bros you know, coaches, PTs that are posting regularly on social media, you've got to find a way to stand out. So as much as you could be cutting out 80, 90%, 
that's fine because you've got 10% that know that you are the person that's going to help them. And, you know, you've got to make it, you've got to make it audience specific. And as I say, it goes a lot deeper than mums for weight loss, right? It needs to, it needs to go deeper, 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 because you need somebody to read that post and be like, right, that is the person that can help me. Granted, it's not going to happen on one post. We know that it might take one, it might take under one, but you need to be specific in terms of who you're talking to. And what I'll do sometimes with the coaches that we work with, I'll be like, right, so kind of look at your post from your audience's point of view, right? So put yourself in your audience's shoes, the person you want to work with. Does that speak, you know, would you be interested in signing up from that post? You know, and that, that's what you got to ask yourself. You know, so it's like we were speaking to a guy the other day and like no disrespect to him, but he, he was quite a big guy in terms of obviously like bodybuilder physique, really, really lean. And he posted a picture of himself, you know, squatting in the gym, I don't know, 160K or whatever it might be. It doesn't matter. Easy. But, Easy. Yeah, 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 that's right. And I, and, I said, and I said to him, so, you know, from my point of view, right, and someone might differ for me, I looked at him and I thought, all right, he probably works with bodybuilding competitors. Do you know what I mean? He's looking for people that get PB and squat. He's like, oh yeah, I work with women and weight loss. I was like, right, if we literally sit and look at that post, does that scream women and weight loss to you? Mm. No, not really. Do you know what I mean? Because again, without being stereotypical, if I was a female looking at that, that I wanted to lose weight, I'd be like, right, well, first of all, that weight scares me. First of all, I don't like going into a gym. That intimidates me, no chance. So you scroll right past, right? So you need to stand or sit in your audience's shoes and think to yourself, does this post speak? Even ask your current clients, right? Ask your current clients to read this post, watch this video. Does that speak to you? No, okay, cool. So we need we need to change it a little bit. Yeah, so it's got to be super, super specific. And as I say, because social media is so busy, we need to go a lot deeper than just weight loss, muscle gain trying to get a PB, whatever it might be, it needs to go deeper. So in terms of barriers, in terms of struggles, in terms of desires, what have they tried before? You know, and as I say, use your current clients as like as like a, a library almost, right? And, you know, you'll know what they struggle with and you would have known them long enough now so you can ask them. But so every piece of content you post, it has to, it has to speak to a specific person. We're not talking about a group of people. We're not talking about mums. We're not talking about... 18 year old students were talking to a specific person and the more you do that you'll then start to build an audience of people so granted you would have cut out a lot of your social media audience and that's fine because that's not who you are targeting to help granted you'll get people coming from different that just want to work with you because I don't know you support Man United or whatever but what I'm saying is is, is from an audience specific point of view that's what that's what we kind of need to look at so, you know, that's that's the biggest thing. That is absolutely the biggest thing. You, you has to speak to somebody. Okay. So we work with, like you say, ladies that want to lose weight. And we the 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 content needs to be talking about uh the journey or not being scared or just something that we know that goes on within their mind or in their head is there like a structure, is a key point we have to nail within this post to almost take them to that next level on the buying journey? Is there like a, a formula? Is there a number of steps? Is there a certain kit framework we need to follow to take that person from a viewer to a client? Yeah, so there's a couple of things you kind of want to look at when it comes to the post. So first of all, you kind of want to look at the image that you're using, right? So it needs to, this is, the, yeah, I did a post about this yesterday. So this is where you need to 
again, post more of you. So people recognize your face. So when they're scrolling through Facebook, they see your face and they're like, oh, this is a post from such and such. So it'll get them to stop, right? Because that's the, that's the first step. We wanted to get them to stop scrolling because you know what people are like, you just scroll, scroll, scroll and, and the things can get missed. Um, the other thing you want to look at is obviously, so first of all, the image. So first of all, you'd use your face. Secondly, you want some sort of loose. And I say loose because, you know, PTs can go down a rabbit hole of spending hours on this, but you want a loose branding technique, right? So whether that's colors or whether it's font. So again, when people are scrolling through, they see your color and it gets them to stop. So first of all, so that's the main thing. So first of all, we've got someone to stop scrolling, right? Because they've seen your brand, they've seen your image. And then you kind of want to think about in terms of the opening line. So you want it to create intrigue. You want it to create excitement. You want people to read it. Because as much as someone might see your image or your colors, do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean they're necessarily always going to stop and read. So like I say, you want to, you want to, you want to have something that resonates with them, that relates to them. So for example, rather than talking about something in the opening line that they've heard of before, so it could be like, um, do you want to learn how to lose weight eating pizza, right? Everyone's everyone's heard that. They've heard that a million times. So, you know, a good opening line you could literally lose is um, weight loss is hard, right? So straight away you've resonated with them and you've related to them and they're like, yeah, actually, you know what? Weight loss is hard. And you've almost, you've gained their attention, right? So straight up and then the, you're going to get them to start start reading. I think when it comes from when it comes to client testimonial posts, you want to kind of use a little bit of a story. Yeah. So a story in terms of what they've struggled with, rather than being like, oh, this is my client, Claire, and she lost three stone. Isn't that great? Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but you want to go a little bit more in depth in terms of, you know, this was Claire before she came to us. She struggled with X, Y, Z. You know, these are our before and after pictures. Um, you know, this is a small quote from Claire. And now we've achieved X, Y, Z. Right. So straight away, you've resonated with them and they're going to look at it and be like, oh, you know what? I struggle with X, Y, Z. I would like to achieve X, Y, Z. Right. So so you so you want to go as much as you can. You want to go in depth with going back to your ideal client stuff. Right. So in terms of an actual framework, we don't want to get massively caught up in. It must start like that. It must start like that. So you're looking at little things in which you need to include. So obviously, in terms of the image, in terms of the branding, in terms of the first line that we spoke about as well. And make sure that every post is touching on certain points that, you know, your ideal client looks at, feels, wants, goals, whatever it might be. Yeah. So every single post, obviously, we know that not everyone's going to read it, you know, algorithm and all that jazz. But it, it, every post is going to push that needle closer and closer to them being like, yeah, this is the person that's going to help me. Right. And then, and then obviously at the end of every post, you need some sort of call to action because one day they'll read it and be like, right, I need, I need to do this now. Do you know what I mean? I've read enough posts from them. They've convinced me enough. I trust them enough. I know them. Let's do it. And that's the day where you have to have a call to action. Right. But we don't know when that day is. So it's got to be there. So it's a case of click the link, DM me for more information, you know, drop an emoji at the bottom, whatever it might be, but giving them a very clear, what do I do next? Because I want your help. Yeah. So like two key things you said there was when you, especially the success story one, it's good about saying here, yeah, Jane lost two stone. Well done to Jane. Put yeah. some backstory to it because you've got someone yeah. who's following you for a while and they're like, wow, I'd like to look like Jane. Jane, mm. mama too, works full time. In their mind, they're going, I'm I'm a mama too. I work yeah. full time. 
Jane also was scared. I'm also scared to the gym. Yeah. And now she came to the cool, could I do to the gym? And these are the type of results. So you're building that backstory. So yeah. when someone sees it, you're like, she was in the position I'm in now. 100%, yeah. Now look where she is. So like that's key. And then yeah. the call to action, that's, that's massive. And mm-hmm. this is something we say to anybody all the time. A warm lead and a cold lead, there's no real difference in the quality of the lead. All you're looking for is an indication. And that indication is anything. If they like your post, that's an indication. If they share your post, indication. If they comment on your post, that's an indication. Mm -hmm. Any sort of indication is somebody showing an interest. So that call to action, like you said, drop a gift below, drop me a message, like, tag somebody, uh, share that, whatever they do with that post, that's an indication that shows they've read it and they they like it for some reason. So 100%. Go, go, go. Yeah, no, I think that's the thing. And I think sometimes we can be a little bit, you know, I I think we don't want to come across as like, no, I don't don't think desperate's the right word, but we don't want to be like, buy my shit buy my shit but do you know what I mean so actually it's like oh no you know I won't do it you know I won't do a call to action today you know I'll save it to you know tomorrow or do it another day because we don't want to feel like we're being too salesy and pushing people too much but you've got to think exactly what I say to people with emails as well it's like one day someone's going to read that post and they get like right I need this person's help if yeah. you've not made it absolute crystal clear in terms of what they need to do next it it gets forgotten Right. But as I say, we don't know when that day is going to be. So it's got to be crystal clear every single day. So when that when it lands in, you know, when they land on your post and they've made that decision, they need to know absolutely what to do next. Cool. hundred percent. And the only thing that we haven't really mentioned is the buying cycle. So like when you're doing these posts, when you're doing these emails, when you're doing everything you're doing, you need to be ticking almost every stage because people sometimes don't even know that they want to lose weight just yet. Mm-hmm. That's completely different to someone who's stood in your gym ready to hand you the card because they're ready to pay. Yeah. So you need to hit them at every single hand. They don't know they want to change. Someone said something and they are thinking, maybe I do need to change. Mm-hmm. They've then seen an advert they've googled it okay now they're thinking about changing now they've reached out so they're physically ready to change and now they've paid to change seems hit them at all the angles which makes it even more complicated oh definitely and everyone's everyone's different as well when it comes to buying do you know what i mean like some people are quite an impulse buyer so they only need to see one ad and be like yeah fuck it like there you go there's my card details yeah no literally (laughs) i'm like that as well whereas other people like it can take months and i think that's where a lot of coaches and PTs struggle because actually it's knowing that putting out that post today, the chances of somebody reaching out are probably quite low, but actually someone's read that post and it is usually as well, you know, you've probably had it at the gym or whatever, but people don't, you'll find that the people sign up are usually the ones you've never heard of because they've never engaged. They've never comment. They never shared, but the message will usually start with, I've been following you for X amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Or I keep seeing your posts or I've seen this. But the problem is if you're not going to be consistent with your content, you're never going to get a message like that because they would have seen one, thought it was quite good, but you've only pushed that needle a little bit and then you've not posted because you don't think it's working. So then you've lost that person and then it's going to be very difficult. So I think, you know, fitting in that 20, 30 minutes a day, if that, like I say, if you know exactly what you're talking about, it doesn't take that long. So fitting in that 20, 30 minutes, just get that post out there. Anyone who's reading it, you've then nudged them that little bit closer. And as you say, for some people, it'll take one post. For some people, it'll take 
six months of posting but you know i mean i mean we're the same at the academy like the amount of messages we'll have in terms of i've been following you for x amount of time and like i say 80 percent of them i've never heard of them in terms of not having a notification because they've liked or commented yeah but they are people watching in the background and that's what i think people forget about it's almost like oh my posts aren't getting any engagement but there will be people watching and now you're thinking there's a post for everybody listening or watching yeah have you been following me for a while but you've never shown any interest then today's your lucky day i've got a special offer blah blah come and join or the one we're using quite a lot now and it's working really well is polls put a poll out let people vote like hey thanks for commenting on my poll or tag uh clicking this link on my poll tell me a little bit more about this issue start the conversation and there you go yeah that's it i think that's the thing with it i mean content is great but it it, it all it's all there from conversations and the content starts conversations yeah do you know what i mean i think i think if we looked at it in terms of you put out a piece of content and you put like a a moon clerk link or whatever do you know what i mean nine times out of ten it's not going to happen if you got into a conversation with somebody do you know what i mean not only that you do you look you know you've reached out to them so they appreciate that but you're then at the forefront of their mind as well it's like this, the old saying about when you go to the bar and you see a girl or a guy that you're, you, yeah. you've taken a fancy to. You don't just say, let's go back to mine. You buy yeah, literally. drink and do all the, the small talk and everything first. Yeah. No, 100%. And, that's, and, that's, and that is the beauty of social media as well, in a nutshell. And I think, you know, we don't want to kind of underestimate how powerful it is. Like, literally, social media is a free platform for you to showcase how great your business is and you as a person to reach obviously everyone's business is different whether you're local whether you're whether you work worldwide whatever it might be but you reach so many people but it's not used in the right way enough personally I don't think from PTs and coaches in order to do that well okay Alex to wrap this up have you any final tips or final insights into turning your prospects readers viewers watchers listeners Mm into into a paying client or even just a quality lead yeah so i think we spoke a lot about social media and i think email email marketing is something that gets lost quite a lot as well so so in terms of obviously for social media if people feel they're not they're not getting the leads etc they want from social media nine times out of ten they'll go to facebook ads which obviously i know you run etc and people run so you know you'll ask for an email uh, you know phone number um name email address right and you'll get people booked into a call but a lot of these email addresses won't book in for a call for whatever reason. And so many PTs leave them and forget about them when they are literally leads that have put their hand up and said, I would be interested, right? And, but circumstances change as they always do. You know, they forgot to book a call. They got distracted by their kids, whatever it might be. But, you know, so many PTs and coaches that I'll speak to, they have an email list and they don't market to them. So if you're kind of watching this and you have an email list, and you don't market to them, go and write an email to them today. Literally say to them, hi, you know, sorry, I've been MIA, you know, we've been concentrating, you know, we've got really busy with our VIP clients or whatever it is the program that you run, you know, from now on, twice a week, we're going to write you, you know, a value-based email on X, Y, Z, right? So reopen it because whether you've got 10 people on your list or, you know, 10,000 people on your list, they are people that at some point down the line, said i am interested in your program but just because they didn't buy straight away mm. they can get forgotten about right so so right there you know an email mark like the people on your email list are so much warmer than the people on social media because they've already said yes 
it was just a long time ago and for whatever reason their circumstances changed so go back and market to them literally take five minutes today go and write them an email because it gets forgotten about far too often nice 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 and that is the thing find a platform that you want to be on the one you enjoy creating for yeah you can get success i'm guessing with any plan you can probably get success on pinterest if you tried oh, hard enough. if you yeah if you, if you knew it and you were consistent with it you'd get you'd get success on it but yeah cool. it, it's in the beginning yeah look look at where look at where you're getting your clients from and then double down on that social media platform and you'll see you'll see some really big wins quite quick as well Okay, so for anybody listening or watching who's like, hmm, what is Alex on about with this email stuff or this social media stuff? How can I reach out and find out a little bit more about what it is you're actually talking about? Uh, yeah, so so um, so a lot of the value in the content that we post is on Instagram. So if you're under Alex Brown Content Coach on Instagram, we post a lot of posts on there twice daily, as I said, because that's what you need. <laughs> Stories and stuff as well. And um, yeah, and like I say, it, it's just about, it's just about, you know, as basic as it is, but I think I think posting content, whether it's email, whether it's social media, has become the thing, right? You're never gonna re- you're never gonna meet a mentor or a guru, which is such a horrible word, that doesn't say don't post content, apart from if they're trying to sound different and want you to buy their thousand pound program. But the point is, is we have to do it. We have to do it right, yeah. And it, it, if we can do it right and we can do it consistent, you can turn your content into clients. It, you know, if if we're hitting all the hitting all the barriers along the way. Nice. Alex, appreciate your time today. Thanks for coming on. For anybody watching, I'm guessing they'll either listen back or they'll reach out or uh, Uh they'll interact in some shape or form. So thanks to everyone that watched today. No, thanks for having me, mate. So that was Alex giving her... So that was Alex giving her insight into what it really takes to be able to generate engagement, leads and sales from your social media posts, emails and everything else that you put out there. So probably want to rewind, watch the whole thing again, take even more notes and start implementing some of the stuff that she was talking about. Before I do finish today, though, I would love to invite you to come and join us inside our free group on Facebook. Simply head over to Facebook, search for FitPro Legion with Dave, request to join the group. And in there, you'll get even more guest interviews, insights, downloads, uh, tips, hints and all kinds of things. That's really going to help you generate leads, make more sales and grow your fitness business. I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers.